Welcome to the Rotary E-Club of Silicon Valley's meeting for the week of September 25th, 2023. We are fortunate as the E-Club of Silicon Valley to be in District 5170 as part of the San Jose area. One of the other amazing clubs that are, is in our area is the Rotary Club of Cupertino. And we're very fortunate to have Seema and Rod talk to us today about some of the projects that they do with their club and specifically around solar power and benefiting nonprofits. Really cool steps to take that you can take local action. Rotary is about service above self and the Rotary, the Rotary Club of Cupertino really makes a difference in their local community and in big projects abroad as well. Thank you, Seema and Rod, for talking to us this week, and I hope you have a great week. Welcome, everybody. This is the Rotary E-Club of Silicon Valley. Every week, we bring you the stories of people who are working to make the lives of others better, locally, globally, and digitally. The Rotary E-Club of Silicon Valley is one of over 36,000 Rotary Clubs around the world. Uh, Rotary is a service organization over a century old, and our clubs are filled with people who believe in service above self. There are 1.4 million Rotarians and Rotaractors, and uh, they're all interested in really cool stories of service, which is why we have Seema and Rod with us today. Our friends are from the Rotary Club of Cupertino here in the Bay Area, and I recently learned about a project they are doing and thought, oh my goodness, can we get them to talk to us? That's a really, really cool one that people should be replicating all over the place. Therefore, we have with us Seema Lenskog and Rod Sinks. Welcome to the Rotary E-Club of Silicon Valley. Thank you so much, Rushton, and uh, thank you on behalf of me and Seema. And I'm Seema Linskog. Nice to be here. So, you know, in response to the seventh area of focus for Rotary International, which is the environment, our club formed a climate action committee, and we've been doing community-focused projects that read on climate and equity and justice, and we wanted to show you uh, a few of those projects today. So I'm going to hop right into it here with the slides. We are part of the Rotary Club of Cupertino. We are also inspiring clubs in District 5170 this year to, to emulate these projects, and we're happy to help you get going. So for a small investment and a big impact, we can take a little bit of our charitable money to provide hands-on projects for our club members and prospective members to enhance our club's public image to attract new and younger members uh, for whom climate, uh, working on climate is of great interest, and then create lasting and measurable returns. We uh, started a couple of years ago with a project that SEMA put together, a rooftop solar project for nonprofit called West Valley Community Services. So here we are on the roof of this multifamily house for low-income individuals in Cupertino. We said to the owner, which was, is West Valley Community Services, we'd like to see if we could get your payback period on a solar project down from a typical 10 years to one to two years. You put a little bit of skin in, we put in money that we have and money that we can get from private foundations. We volunteer much of the labor for the project. We're working at the, under the direction of a professional and we are trained and we harness and so forth but we make this project possible and we make it go. And so uh, for this particular project, you can see the leverage that we have. The total system value in this first one we did uh, was $30,000 of which our club contributed $4,000. Uh, the owner contributed 34. 
we got a generous grant of nearly 15 grand, and then we put in $8,000 in volunteer labor into the project. Sina, go ahead. Yeah, so as uh, Rod pointed out, we take a small investment from our club and we we figured out how to multiply that impact. And we, we've created that model across multiple projects. So the next one we're going to talk about is the e-bike loaner fleet that we did for De Anza College, which is our local community college. Um, same thing, we we decided one of the problems that De Anza has is that 70% of the students don't live in Cupertino. They live multiple miles away and they have a hard time coming to campus, which means a lot of them either stop coming to class or drop out entirely. Um, so we wanted to come up with a climate efficient and equity uh, leveraged way to solve that problem. Um, and so what we came up with, next slide, is the is a e-bike loaner fleet. Uh, so we helped fund an e-bike loaner fleet of 23 e-bikes. So we put in $5,000. Foothill De Anza Foundation put in some money. Bequest Foundation, another uh, purpose-driven organization, put in some money. And then volunteer labor to assemble the bikes and deliver them. We also got donations of helmets. Total value is $30,000. And it, both in terms of climate and equity, it has a huge impact. And so that's just another example of how we multiply our impact. Another example is hot water heaters. So we have been in helping local so we've been helping local residents and nonprofits to reduce their carbon footprint and save money uh, over the life of their water heaters by replacing their existing gas water heaters um, with heat pump water heaters at little to no cost using our funds that we can generate as well as grants and and rebates. So this has been also a very successful program for us, uh, both in terms of residential as well as nonprofit uh, impact that we've been able to have. So going again back to the multiplier uh, model that we're talking about, if you want to go to the next slide, um, we started with actually on this in this particular case, we don't even need to put in any funding because with the rebate from local and state agencies, with the other rebates that are available through the state and our volunteer uh, labor contribution, we find that you can often get the hot water, heat pump, hot water heater installed for zero cost uh, or very minimal cost. And especially with the IRA funds getting uh, coming in in September, October, that's going to get even better of an equation financially. So this is a really a no-brainer that we can offer to residential customers as well as nonprofits. Um, so that's something we're hoping to do more of. Do you want to go to the next slide? So we would welcome you getting in touch with us before we're done here, we want to show you a video of a larger rooftop solar installation we did for a nonprofit center in Mountain View. And this project came together with the help of four other Rotary Clubs. I basically went around to Rotary Clubs in our district and said, would you like to help provide some dollars and some labor for this, this uh, large project of 60 panels? So I'm going to show this to you. My name is Ruben Beek. I'm the Executive Operations Director for Sunwork Renewable Energy Projects. We've got two inverters here for the site. The first has just been activated. So our next step is to pair it with the, the different DC optimizers up on the roof that are connected to each individual solar panel. And from there, we can get the system made and power. Three, two, one. Power! So that's our story very briefly. I will mention that we welcome 
Rotarians from any club participating in our projects. We do these in partnership with the nonprofit Sunwork that operates throughout the Bay Area. And we have some, we have a whole pipeline of projects coming up beginning next week in Campbell for a residential home for development and disabled adults there. Also for the Billy DeFrank LGBTQ Center uh, on the Alameda in San Jose, a project in Morgan Hill. Um, and then one large one that we hope to get to in the next year of some 200 panels for Sunnyvale Community Services that all financed. And yes, we have more too, but we'd welcome you participating. We've invited select groups, including other clubs and Silicon Valley Youth Climate Action uh, folks, high school students uh, to join us for these engagements. I'll also mention that there is a training coming up. So you do need to be trained before you can participate. And Sunwork is offering a training on September 9th. Uh, if you need any information, we can send you the information on how to get trained. Anyone can do it. It's really easy. It's really fun. And we really want more and more clubs around the Bay Area to do this. And that's it. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. Uh, I'll, let, uh, I'll let our team begin thinking about, uh, about the questions they might have. As we jump into it, I'd like to introduce the people that we have got on the recording. So in addition to Rod and Seema, uh, my name is Rushton. Uh, you can uh, also meet several other members of, of our club, Rory and his cat in Texas. All right, we've got our president up in Vancouver, Nick. Down in the greater Los Angeles area, we have got Mark and, and son of member Calman, Ryan. Ryan, good to have you. And then also here in the Bay Area, we've got Lisa Axelrod uh, along with me. So if you want the full bios for Seema and Rod, uh, feel free to pause the video and uh, to scroll down a bit on the YouTube page or scroll up a bit on our Rotary eClub of Silicon Valley page and find those. Let's start the question actually uh, related to a topic that Seema brought up right at the very end. The, the training for getting people involved, you know, the, the, the kinds of uh, time commitments that are part of that, uh, what kinds of things uh, sh would people expect to experience if they were going to try to be involved in one of these projects? I can answer that. So the training is really straightforward. It's a three-hour Zoom call in the morning, Saturdays, usually 9 a.m. to noon. So very straightforward. Anyone can complete that. Once you complete that training and you sign the, the liability release from Sunwork, then you are eligible to help any of their solar installations. And they do others, not just the, the rotary ones. And so they have a whole pipeline of them coming up so you can help at any of them. Basically, you know, you go there, you you are always harnessed, so it's a very safe. They're very professional. They work only with volunteers, so they're very, very good at giving you guidance on what to do and giving you specific tasks for you to follow based on your, you know, your abilities. So if you can't go up on the roof, you know, you can help out on the ground. If you can go up on the roof, that's fantastic. You know, it's like we, we can definitely use you up on the roof. We've had people as young as teenagers. And I mean, you have to be at least 16 to participate, but we've had, you know, people in their 60s and 70s helping out. So it's, and if you can't carry the solar panel, you can still do other things like, you know, drill, install wiring. There's a lot of tasks that you can do depending on your, your abilities. Yeah, I put a link uh, to that training into the chat here. I don't know how much a solar web panel weighs, but it's not that heavy. I carried one with another person. It's it's really not that heavy. They're pretty light. They're 
Good, good. So you mentioned the the September 9th training. By the time this this recording is a program on our weekly meeting, we'll, we'll probably be past September 9th. So is there a generalized uh, page that one can go to to learn more about the project and see dates for upcoming yeah. trainings? Let's say a little bit about the profit, our, our, our nonprofit partner, Sunwork. If you go to sunwork.org and click on the training link, you'll see upcoming trainings. They schedule, tend to schedule one at a time. So past September, I don't know when the next one will be. It's usually every two months. So if you go to sunwork.org slash volunteer, you should be able to see, or is it sunwork.com? One of the two, but you'll, you'll see the volunteer page and then you'll see it when they schedule it. So it's, it's a very simple online three-hour training on Zoom. They ask that you watch the entire program, which is live, and then uh, click on some releases and other things. And, and then once you've participated in that entire program, you can participate in any of uh, Sunworks projects, including those uh, that we've put together. And I should say, you know, we'd welcome other clubs uh, developing their own projects. We're able to help you with our expertise. We've now done half a dozen of these and have, as I said, about half a dozen more lined up. We, we'd love you to find a really wonderful project to benefit a nonprofit in your community. And if it reads on climate and it reads on equity, you know, the beneficiary is worthy. Foundation funding is generally available. For your project as well as, as as we've found as well as our own so there's a lot of folks in the world that want to help mm-hmm. those who haven't been able to afford by uh, getting a boost uh, by um, supplementing what they're able to get off the grid okay so that that actually brings up a, a couple of questions before we get to kind of the the, the details of uh, some of the other projects as well and with with regard to funding, I noticed that there was a list of funders and, and that is it, was it Hammond Climate? Uh, could, do you want to say a little bit about their, their participation in the program? Uh, Hammond Climate Solutions is an organization out of uh, the La Jolla, San Diego area. The principals have been involved in the solar business, commercial solar business for a long, long time. They set up a foundation recognizing that schools and nonprofits and low-income folks need help. So they've been very generous with up to $25,000 for each of our projects. And they've also helped us with the e-bike project. So uh, they've been a great resource for us in identifying grants made by other organizations that uh, trust Hammond to administer them. Great. So a question through the chat from Mark about how, how long does it take to do one of these projects? I mean, I'm sure it's a size dependent thing, but, but what, what, are, what are your general feelings about, you know, you do these like the Billy DeFrank Center or, you know, kind of a local. Yeah. Uh, so non-profit. it's typically four to six work days. We run from eight to five. There's one professional from Sunwork directing the volunteers, directing uh, the effort. Some of our volunteers have, are first timers and others have done a number of work days. And so, yeah, you get used to uh, the activity and, you know, depending on the size of the installation, we're basically prepping the panels on the ground. So there's a fair amount of that, cutting aluminum rails uh, and doing other things on the ground and then bringing everything up to the roof. The professional does all the work around the electrical panel. So all the, sa- the, the more critical safety-related activities are done by a pro. 
In terms of the project as a whole, though, it probably take it really depends again on the size of the project. So from the you know from the time we identify the nonprofit to the time they have solar panels installed and running, can take several months because they have to send us pictures of their PG&E. The Sunwork has to go out and you know and scope it out. The PG&E bill, we have to you know it's like order everything, organize the volunteers, do you know create do the installation, and then PG&E or whoever the local Electrical, uh, it, it takes them time sometimes to uh, certify the system and turn it on. So, you know, we've had issues where, you know, they've taken two, three months to turn it on, or sometimes they've turned it on in, in like a month, you know, so it really depends. And again, it depends on the size of the system. So a smaller system gets funded more easily and faster, a bigger system can take longer. So I would say probably anywhere from three to four months usually is kind of a good rule of thumb. To, to say from beginning to end, from the time you identify the nonprofit to the time you you turn on the system. Okay, so Lisa asked a question about about the the ownership of the panels and system. You know, when when folks are having solar installed on their homes, that, that's one of those things. Do I do I buy it? Do I lease it? How, how does that work out for the the nonprofits that are receiving these systems? The nonprofit own the solar panels. They own the system. We they purchase the system. So the contract that Sunwork does is with the nonprofit, and the the different the funding sources um, send the funds to the nonprofit, and then the nonprofit uses those funds to purchase the solar system from Sunwork. If that makes sense, Rod, I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Yeah, I would add that you know the beneficiary. Uh, is, is that nonprofit, but the nonprofit may have other goals. So for example, West Valley Community Services reduces the cost to, the, to their residents, their low-income residents under the roof. Likewise, for that large project in Mountain View that I showed you a video of, the, there's a church that actually owns the property. Some years ago, they turned it into a nonprofit center, as you saw, they have lots of nonprofit activities there. And they did this project, putting some of their own money in, not to reduce their own utility bill, but rather the utility bill of all the nonprofits that are under that roof. So right. you can imagine, for example, a soup kitchen having a large walk-in freezer as they do. And the cost to power that freezer is very substantial. So they now are seeing a major reduction in their energy bills, a nonprofit called Hope's Corner operating that in that center. In terms of the cost of the solar panels or the solar system, that, that was the second question that Lisa asked. What The way we are, we're trying to structure these uh, pro projects is we do want the nonprofit, the beneficiary, to have skin in the game. We don't want to just give them a solar system for free. So we do require that all the nonprofits that participate in our project um, put in some funding towards the solar system. But what we do is that we fund enough of the solar system that they have a payback of one to two years maximum. So we try and hit that sweet spot of one and a half years, like one, one and a half years instead of 10 years, right? So it's it's a it's a really attractive financial proposition for the nonprofits because now, you know, a year and a half from now, it's all, you know, all, they get an 80% to 100% reduction in, in all of their electrical costs that they can use those funds to, you know, do something else with to benefit their their nonprofit patrons. But but they do still have to to cover some of the cost, if that makes sense. 
Well, one of the many impressive pieces of how how the system works for for you guys at the Rotary Club of Cupertino is is that you've got this variety of projects. Do you have a geographical limitation of some kind that, that you've specifically identified for doing solar projects, or does does your partner have such a thing? So if if a team up in San Mateo identified a nonprofit that would you know perhaps be a good one. Is that is that a possibility? How have you worked with uh, those geography issues? We're we're uh, waiting for your club or another Rotary club to uh, initiate one of these, and mm-hmm. we'd be happy to help. We'd be happy to send up our volunteers. We'd be uh, we'd consider funding. We'd consider you know giving you our playbook. Essentially, how do we go and get these foundation grants? Because we think you know. Climate is a very interesting thing. The impacts are worldwide. If we don't get other people helping with climate, you know, doing what we're doing in a limited area doesn't really matter. But yes, we've done projects. We've planned projects as far south as Morgan Hill so far and as far north as Mountain View, but we have some interest in the East Bay as well. So Sunwork operates anywhere in the Bay Area. So so they've done projects in Berkeley. So we can go pretty much anywhere in the Bay Area. So if, you know, somebody mentioned Fremont, Lisa mentioned Fremont, sure, we'd be happy to go to Fremont or we're happy to help you figure out your project in Fremont or Berkeley for that matter. Or, you know, I think El Cerrito was mentioned. Happy to go to El Cerrito. Sunwork covers all the outside of the Bay Area. I we'd have to find somebody, a partner that works in the same way as Sunwork does, which is a solar installer that uses volunteer labor to do the installation. I haven't heard of any, so I know that we can do it in the Bay Area, but outside of the Bay Area, not so sure. We'd have to find a partner. There's some habitat projects that do rooftop solar, but I right. thought eClub stood for Electrify Club. Am I wrong? <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll tell you, as our members are spread across a dozen different countries, getting a, a group together yeah, can, no, can be I a am. challenge under any circumstances. Staying with with your with your projects, though, you talked about uh, replacing replacing water heaters, and uh, Lisa writes in in the chat. My understanding is the gas water heaters are much less expensive than heat pump electric water heaters. Is this accurate? And when is there a cost benefit in terms of using a more energy efficient system? I think if you went out today to get a gas water water heater replaced, it could cost you north of about two grand. I was able to replace mine for around $1,500. And that's possible because of generous rebates based on where I live in Cupertino from Silicon Valley Clean Energy and also Bayren. There's a new state program coming along that'll be coming out, I think, in, in September or October. So everybody in the state, my understanding is, would will be eligible for a $3,800 rebate right off the top, mm-hmm. in addition to whatever rebates might stack up. So water heaters will fail typically within uh, 12 to 15 years. And we're encouraging our members, as well as anybody else, uh, nonprofits and anybody who we could possibly serve, to think about doing that replacement before you're at your rope's end because your water heater has sprung a leak. The incentives make it possible to do that now, not waiting. You produce an enormous climate benefit. It's heating water in our homes in California is the single biggest greenhouse gas producing thing, given our climate and everything else. So it is a major step that you can take. And 
There are 120 volt water heaters available today that simply plug into a shared 15 amp circuit. So the things that used to be difficult about this have gotten a lot easier very recently. Yeah. Well, fantastic. We're about closing in on, on the finish of our time, although I know that we've got some more questions to ask, which we'll, we'll engage with you once, once we finish the recording. Looking forward to that. That's one of the benefits of taking part in the recordings as you get more time with these interesting people that we connect with. For all of you who have been watching this recording uh, as, uh, as a part of our meeting or just off of our YouTube channel or because someone shared it with you, thank you for taking your time to, uh, to take in the stories that, that we share. We hope that you will let us know that you were part of this uh, in, in watching it, that, that if you are on our Rotary uh, page, you might scroll down a little where our attendance form is and by properly putting in your email address, you'll get a note back that, that you can pass along to your club secretary if you are making up a miss for your own club. Uh, a little farther down our page is the Discuss, D-I-S-Q-U-S uh, forum. And you're welcome to leave comments, questions, thoughts, respond to what other people have put, both on the program and on the other elements of the meeting as well. So we are always excited to, to hear from the people who find us and spend a little time you know, seeing what our club is about. Those of you who are Rotarians in other clubs, no need to leave your club, but we hope you'll visit us plenty just to just to maintain that, that 100% attendance. That's, that's a really good way to keep your, your regular energy going for service to others. As we always like to do, we hand it back to our speakers for the final word. So Seema, I'll hand it back to you and Rod. And so what would you like people to have in mind as they finish watching the video? Well, I think for me, the main thing that I would love to emphasize is the model that we've developed to multiply your impact with just a very small investment uh, to really be able to do huge projects that have huge impact on, on, the, on hundreds of people and big nonprofits. So we'd love to show you how to do that and you know, help you do that. And you know, we're really excited about all these different types of projects we're doing. So please do get in touch and, and we can help you figure out how to do it in your club. And I'll simply add, if you're looking to grow your membership and find those folks who really feel compelled to do something hands-on, Taking on projects like this are a great way to grow membership. So yeah, you're welcome to join us for a project whenever you're in the Bay Area. Perfect. Thank you both. Thanks everyone for taking part and we will see you next week.